1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Even though that saying is apparently not a popular one around here. This is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show. Today is Monday, March thirteenth, two 2023. The Monday of legal tampering across the national football league, which means we have a lot to get to. A reminder before we get to all of it, that the show is brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNFL. NFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. As noted, this is the SB Nation NFL show. My name, R.J. Ochoa from SB Nation's blog and the boys. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Search for the SB Nation NFL show. Subscribe, leave a rating, and write a review. You can also watch us live every Monday, obviously, uh, on the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel, the SB Nation NFL Twitter page, or Facebook page. The fantastic Rachelle Prevett is behind the glass on the one's and twos, Jeremy Reisman is off gallivanting somewhere. But with me is the man who hated on my good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It is from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride, the author of A Dynasty Begins, Pete Sweeney.
2: Pete! Hey, look at you.
1: Happy Monday!
2: Yeah, if you're just listening to the audio, RJ is holding up the book, which I, I really appreciate that you bought. RJ Happy Monday to you. and And more importantly, happy early St. Patrick's Day. I know that's a big holiday down there for you.
1: Um, I do have some green on the shoulders of the polo that I'm wearing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why it would be a big holiday down here. Um, for
2: for each pedal on the shamrock, this brings a wish your way. Good health, good luck, and happiness for today and every day. A little Irish blessing for you.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Pete. That means a lot to me. I have a very mm-hmm. important question for you. Um, before we get started with all of the NFL stuff, we are less than an hour now. Actually, Actually, as this episode ends, we'll cross into the legal tampering period, but so um, this, whole, this whole episode will be irre- irrelevant by the time it <laughs> I mean, by the time we finish in some way, shape or form to, to some degree. But uh, but hey, you know, shout out to us. Yeah. Uh, but so I saw last week and I was reminded again this morning that the yeah. song Stop by the Spice Girls is 25 years old. That freaked me out. Like I had yeah. um, sort of an existential crisis when I uh, when I realized that. Uh, but mm-hmm. my question to you is yeah. if, if you and I were Spice Girls, who would be who yeah. and why? And if the, like, if the, you know, I, I think Rachelle would be baby spice around here. You know what I mean? Like she's the young one of the group. I think that yeah. that makes sense. Um, sure. so baby's off, off the table. Um, so you have, uh, and I think we should assign Jeremy, uh, a spice girl persona. So your options are ginger, sporty, uh, posh and scary.
2: I feel like my vibe is more of a posh, you know, just a little bit more <laughs> laid back, pinky, stand up standout, standoffish. Whereas, as you, I think, would probably be Sporty Spice. I mean, we know how much you enjoy the the sports. Um, <laughs> the, the
1: sports. <laughs>
2: we, I mean, it's not just the football. It's not just the Cowboys. You're right. often saying howdy with the, what's the school? The A&M.
1: Texas A&M, that would be, right? Fighting, fighting tough, Texas uh, Aggies, right? Good tough, times tough, coming up with the March Madness um, situation. Tough,
2: yeah, tough day for A&M yesterday.
1: Look, um, nobody cares about the... Um, Whoa, uh, hold up. So uh, I'm going to um, speed us through this very quickly. Um, so you're posh. I'm sporty. Um, we established that Rachel is baby spice. I think Jeremy is ginger. Um, yeah. Just, he you is. know, that he has kind of a ginger vibe. He's um, got that
2: sexy mustache every now right, and then. Right.
1: And for the purposes of rounding out the group, uh, the boss man, Michael Kiss, can be scary spice for obvious reasons. Sure.
2: You never know when he's going to come down with the pod hammer and so Uh, it is kind of scary at those moments
1: right so okay Pete uh can you tell me what 12 personnel is in the NFL give give me a football guy uh yeah of
2: course so that means one running back and one tight end
1: um one receiver and two tight ends but also one, one you know, that's that's the yeah. the listing obviously but uh you are correct uh but anyway so uh it seems the Atlanta Falcons may be playing some 12 personnel this coming season they have traded for New England Patriots tight end no more new Smith he is headed to the Atlanta Falcons by way of the most recent NFL trade uh, i have not seen any compensation yet if you have Pete um, let's see, uh, no, nothing yet. Uh, but John U. Smith, the big free agent signing for the Patriots, along with Hunter Henry, actually, uh, two yeah. years ago for new England. Now, um, are, honestly, maybe one of the worst free agent signings in certainly Patriots history, but maybe NFL history. I mean, they gave him a lot of money. Uh, and it didn't work out, but he is now joining the Falcons group that has Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Uh, Pete. It's for a seventh rounder. Um, and it's worth mentioning that Ar- Arthur Smith, uh, the Falcons head coach was the offensive coordinator for Tennessee when John o. Smith was there and had success. So
2: I'm trying to jog my memory here, but I vaguely remember this Titans Patriots situation and John O. Smith became free. And we were really excited about where he was going to go because we thought it was this up and coming tight end. And then on, in the bill of Bel- Belichick, Josh McDaniel, a thing of all things they end up adding t- the two tight ends and from a fantasy perspective everyone that was excited about uh Janu Smith suddenly realized it to be a timeshare with Hunter Henry and so this continues the Janu Smith I think cap on him because he's he's still not going to be the number 1 guy in Atlanta right um
1: i so the cowboys um just to kind of make things about myself for a moment sure um, have to. 11 days ago you know, were mm-hmm. were were reported to be working on a big impact addition to the offense. And um I have no idea if that will come to pass or what that would be. Um, but a lot of us at B T B and Cowboys fans alike were speculating because there were some reports about tight ends and things like that. Could they trade for Kyle Pitts, right? Like that was kind of the the wondering out loud. Um, do you think that that there's any idea, any indication that that Atlanta could be wanting to move on or is this just Arthur Smith wanting his old friend back in John Smith for a seventh rounder? I would tend to think,
2: if if you're going to move Pitts, it's got to be for a a quarterback of some sort, right? Um, wouldn't you think so? I mean, if you're going to move on from Kyle Pitts, who you you went up and 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 traded a a big time, or you you went up and got him at what well, was he was a top ten, was pick in a top five, sure. yeah, top five, and and so I I feel like if you're moving him, it's for a big move, which it would to me would be a. A quarterback and you know, trading up into to get the quarterback of, of your desire, but you also have the Desmond Ritter situation. So that that would be a little bit more complex than just the average team without a quarterback going up and getting one.
1: Mm. Um, it's very strange why the Falcons would take on the big contract. Now they do have a lot of salary cap space to work with, Atlanta does, but I mean, you would have thought like typically when we've seen some sort of like call it a salary dump. In the NFL, there has been maybe this would have been like John U. Smith in a second round pick, right? Like the way we saw, uh, was it Duke Johnson who the Texans took from the Browns? Uh, well, I think the Brock even Oscar just the trade? other,
2: even just the other day, to me, like if you're going to move on from a, a player like that, let, let's say Pitts was available, like we saw more as part of that package for Carolina to go and get the number one pick for for Chicago, and so
1: oh, wait, it's, it it's a little what we're going to talk about. Wow, a
2: little it's, bit of a weird. For me, it's a little bit of a, a weird trade. I don't, I, I'm not sure I get it completely. That's again what I'm saying. Like,
1: I, I don't think John, who is, at least currently, is the type of player that that merits taking on this big salary cap hit. So, like, you would have thought there would have no. been um, some sort of, like, again, like a third round pick going to Atlanta as well. The you know, the price of taking on that contract. It's just a very, unless Arthur Smith is that confident that that, you know, there's a player there who they can work with or if they do plan on trading away Kyle Pitts, I mean, I just, it's very, very, very strange well, situation. I mean, the one guy.
2: thing that we'll say, and, and for whatever reason they did trade for him is Smith gets a new start. I mean, he was, I, you don't, I mean, you probably remember this. He was a hot candidate to to be on the free agent market when he did leave um, what was Tennessee. Didn't really stick with New England. They, I think we had some injury issues. Again, the, the share with Hunter Henry as far as targets and, and whatnot. And so now, he gets some new life, into to his career. And it, and it looks like, according to Sports Illustrated, uh, Albert Breer, he's going to have a contract restructure with Arthur Smith to to keep him aboard. So we shall see what happens with Smith
1: that, in Atlanta. That would make sense. Um, so his, la- his final season in Tennessee, Arthur Smith 2020, 41 catches, 448 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, and it's worth mentioning that eight touchdowns was as many as he had had in his previous three years combined. I mean, he exploded. Uh, but with new England in the two seasons there, he has had 55 receptions for 539 yards and one touchdown, which came in the 2021 season. So, uh, big time miss for the Patriots. You mentioned it. What's the, Um,
2: what's the timetable for Pitts? I mean, that might have something to do with it too. If you're not going to have him at the beginning of the year.
1: Um, I do not know. That's a great question. Um, maybe you should have Googled it before you asked it out loud, So you could have like explained as you asked the question. That's on you. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, he suffered it at the end of the season. I, I'm looking right now just to, as a reminder. And so they were still talking about his timetable in, in February. So that could have something to do with it, too, where you need a tight end in place. Well, and Pitts can take his time in that sense.
1: It's it's wild how big of a failure this these last two years for the Patriots have been Um, like like not even the first Tom Brady list season. Like I feel like they've actually gotten progressively worse. Like they were kind of still themselves a little bit in 2020 with Mac Jones. Um But I mean, man, or not with Max. Sorry, that was the the, the first season with Cam and everything. But like, they they've just kind of been like treading water. Like, this has never really been anything great. Like the Matt Patricia stuff, the John o. Smith stuff. I mean, it's all just been it's been blah. Um, but okay, so it's uh, tough in kind the of,
2: NFL when you don't have, have a quarterback. It it, it just um, really isn't. You comes know, the the, Patrick who knows?
1: A dynasty no, begins, if, Pete. We know. We know. No. Right. Who
2: knows if Mac who knows if Mac is the guy? I'm not making it about the Chiefs. What I'm saying is I always and I've said this before on this show, but we always talk about the Brady Belichick pseudo rivalry thing. It's a lot easier when you can pick the rest of your team and you're a good quarterback that a good coach, you have to sort of be in the right place at the right time to get a quarterback. And I don't think the Patriots have that right now.
1: Hmm. Um, Okay. You touched on it. So let's go ahead and get to it Uh, on Friday. I wouldn't call it a Friday news dump, but I mean, closest thing we've seen to one with something this, uh, this large, something of this magnitude, the number one overall pick did change hands It no longer belongs to the Chicago bears. The Carolina Panthers sent a ton to Chicago for the right to take the first player in this draft class. So Carolina received Pete, the number one overall pick in the draft, the Chicago bears who have Lovie Smith and Davis mills, Uh, to thank for this, obviously, received nine overall, which is a first-round pick, obviously, 61 overall, a second-round pick, a 2024 first-round draft pick, a 2025 second-round draft pick, And I believe that there were reports that the Panthers wanted to throw in their 2025 first round pick, but instead the Chicago Bears asked for wide receiver DJ Moore. Uh, So he is now a member of the Bears contingent that Bears in the last few months have traded for DJ Moore, for Chase Claypool. They have really remade things a bit for Justin Fields, who now has no threat. Um, Not that anyone I think ever really bought that there would be one, but it's very clearly the Justin Field show moving forward in Chicago this season. Uh, they had the ninth overall pick to add something to that mix, so you never know, but this is kind of fun. I feel like this was a big win for the Bears.
2: I think it's a big win on, on both sides. I mean, we're just we're talking about it. If you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. The Panthers very clearly have somebody in this draft class that they like. Where it remains to be seen who you know which direction they go. I know there had been some smoke surrounding Stroud over the weekend, uh, but the Bears, uh, this to me, slam dunk. You're still a, a top 10 pick, you know, as we have in our notes here. Uh, you get the, the 61 overall, another first next year, a second later on. And then you had DJ Moore. I mean, the whole thing all, all season that we were talking about is, man, how exciting is Justin Fields? And I mean, we are just alluding to fantasy football. DJ Moore has been one of those guys that a lot of fantasy football fans, a lot of NFL fans has been in jail in a sense, like free DJ Moore. Well, this is the freeing of, of DJ Moore kudos to ryan poles for recognizing the advantage that he had in justin fields there had been some questions about that about whether he he was the guy and once he did he realized okay i could trade back and let's just go to the highest bidder and it ended up being the the carolina panthers uh and and again now i i think the timetable for the bears gets a little spicy i think they're going to be one of these teams uh rj not to necessarily win that division, but to be maybe one of those three wild card teams in the NFC as early as next year, because you're starting to see the pieces come together. You have a draft uh, that that is is you know what people would regard as A plus when they look back at it a year from now. You're suddenly I, I think very much in the mix. So it's a good deal on both sides, and and we'll see who the Panthers go with. But uh, it's very clearly going to be a, a quarterback.
1: Um, I would offer that. The, there is no division that will undergo as much change as the NFC North may conceivably uh, this particular offseason. a so right? shame that like, Jeremy
2: like, isn't here because, I, it, it, <laughs> you know, Rogers is not going to to be there. You know, you have these questions with Cousins, and as much as we like Cousins last year, I, I think that, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can discount the Bears, Bears
1: from winning. I don't, I don't think you can say the Bears aren't going to win this thing. Like, you know, like... Oh, this I, is Detroit's
2: division to lose, baby. That's why I'm saying I miss Jeremy. They should... I'm, by the I'm, end of this so, I'm, thing, so, they should be the favorites, right?
1: I agree with that, but I'm like are would you bet your life savings on that? On Detroit? Yeah, to win the NFC North next year.
2: I wouldn't bet my life savings, but I would put a, a healthy bet on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about it's a sizable bet here, right? Like a bet that could tackle you. Like it's it's a big enough bet that it could take you down. Yeah, but, a bunch I mean, of
2: unis. I'd I put a bunch of unis on that. Uh, I
1: I'm just saying you cannot say Detroit. like are you are you more confident as an example that Detroit or Philadelphia will win their respective divisions next year.
2: Um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I think
1: I, I don't show up to punt.
2: I think, I think Detroit. I okay. Um, I, I I
1: know Detroit.
2: I I know we have a lot of uh you know forever he rain fans that listen to this show, but Philly to me screams one year, one year. Let's and... go! <laughs> we Let's won't go! See a dynasty begins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> everybody, I mean, I don't know. Go. We'll
2: see, but I would be stunned if 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 Philly didn't win the division. You know it because you know once you you start to have to pay up some contracts, it's tough to maintain. It's just it's, it's the reality. Oh, there he goes. All right, RJ had to take That's care cool. of our our number one fan bear. Is it mail day okay. down well, there in in Texas? It's not,
1: um, but you know, my, I work from home. My wife works from home. She was out in the morning. She just got back. Bear heard the garage. Okay. You know, hey mom, what's up? How you been? Maybe some T
2: R E A T S for bear in the those groceries.
1: Hopefully so, but we were talking about the bears, that's what I'm saying. Like, I the bears will have the same sort of energy that I think we saw with the Jaguars last year. Like people kind of like, I don't know, man. You know, like they're the young, kind of hot, up and coming, spicy team. Uh, the way we saw with the Browns a few years ago, like the early Baker days. Like the Jaguars a few years back and the early Blake Bortles days. Um, I do think it's interesting um i i did i think ryan pole said this this morning on monday that he also wanted to acquire a future draft capital because he has a 2024 first-round draft pick from the panthers and that 2025 second in the event that they want to move up then right to trade up for a quarterback right like you just don't know i mean you don't have to make a a long-term decision on justin field so if you're not in love with bryce young or cj stroud or whatever the case may be like you know n- next year caleb williams yeah. right like whatever whatever you're feeling next year so the Bears have a lot of options. I'm very, very excited about them moving forward.
2: Yeah, I I just think let's give one of the most exciting players in the NFL a chance. It, it, you know, he didn't have a chance last year, and and this was a great move. Uh, you know, I, obviously, I'm always going to be a little bit Bears. There's going to be some Bears favoritism because Polls came from Kansas City, and you know, I think he's a really smart guy. But what a, what dog, a first, right? yeah, what a first big time move. Uh, and and you got to hit on these picks now, right? That's the key, but I, I feel confident about, about that. I four, also four think, polls.
1: I didn't mean to step over you, but I also think, like, miss me in the future, anybody with, like, a, no, the Texans shouldn't tank. You played, a, like, do you think the Texans don't wish that they had the draft haul that the that the Bears just got? Like, you, you want to see the price of winning a meaningless game? Like, it's, it's the haul that the Bears just got. Like, that is the literal price for that.
2: It's tough, because... You know, it's hard to tell these grown men to just like go out and lose a game when it when, you know, they're trying to be uber, uber competitive. But I and I I think to an extent, you're right. Like, there's no reason to be going balls to the wall as far as like if you're one of these rebuilding teams, you might as well see what you have, for example, in a quarterback that is young. And if yeah, you lose like, along the way, that that's a good thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you intentionally lose, but you know what I mean?
1: Is, yeah. Is is there a Texans fan out there who's not insanely jealous of the bears right now? No, there isn't one.
2: Well, you just remain in, in that football purgatory, which is just, you know, never where you want to be. And, you know, now they're, they're not going to have their first choice because the Panthers are keeping that pick and they're going to take who they want. So.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: All right, so you mentioned um, the NFC North. You're kind of our segue king uh, here, Pete. Um, Actually, let's wait on Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, Okay. Jalen Jalen Ramsey sent to the Miami Dolphins this happened on Sunday what were you doing when this happened were you watching some uh some conference championships like what was what was going on in, in the Sweeney household when this trade went down yeah I was the watching,
2: watching the, the last few games of, of the the conference tourney and um then I we went and got brunch on on Sunday so that was that was nice I had a breakfast <sighs> what bolita.
1: was the oh I was about to ask you do some sort of salsa some some sort of cholula this, situation like
2: there's a there's this french restaurant that does this fantastic brunch in kansas city called westport cafe and they had all kinds of seasonings on it we got some 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 fries with it too we had some grilled oysters which you would think okay kansas oh city my they're not gonna the oysters they were delicious i mean they they were very good and uh, all for an affordable price because it's, it's the brunch special so
1: oh wow Who can argue with that? All right, so Jalen Ramsey traded to the Miami Dolphins, also kind of a bit of a salary dump, um, obviously leaving the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams received Miami's 2023 third-round picks, that's this year, and tight end Hunter Long. The Miami Dolphins, despite having no first-round draft picks, were able to land one of the best cornerbacks in the game, and pair him with Xavier and Howard, uh, you could argue that Miami might have the best wide receiver duo in the NFL and the best, you know, starting cornerback tandem in the NFL. It's gonna make trade we're gonna see a lot of like training camp battle videos between uh these two pairs. I
2: I just wonder if 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 this is gonna be too spicy for Tom Brady to stay retired. I know that they also Oh, you the, the Dolphins situation. Yeah. I, I also over the the, the weekend. <clears throat> know that um the the dolphins have have enacted what would be the the fifty year option, which would lead some to believe that like brady there's no way he's coming back, but i don't think that means necessarily anything you 're not going to just have that be an unknown and and have two a lingering there i i wonder i don 't trust Brady at all uh I wonder if he suddenly realizes okay there's another big big time opportunity to go win a championship uh it's in my old division i 'll get to play New England. Two times a, a year, and I get to throw to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, who are two of the best receivers in the n f l right um top five for Tyree, probably top twenty for Waddle, if you want to make that case uh and and again, now you have a a dog on defense um and so I, I just think the quarterback situation is something to watch down in Miami. We won't hear anything about Brady until he officially. I know there was some smoke there with Rich Eisen and Brady comes out on twitter and and says. You know, something about the cat that his daughter has a cat and,
1: all right, it, you right. know, he's
2: stupid. but that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I, you just don't trust him um, at this stage and Brady would be the best option right now in Miami, in my opinion. So we'll see.
1: So you had nothing to say about Ramsey. <laughs> it's, just all, it's all about Brady. This like they were again to make it about the Cowboys again, like there were all sorts of Cowboys fans like that was it. That's all it yeah. took. He, he very clearly wanted to be in Miami specifically. Obviously, he's a Florida dude. Um, you wanted out of LA uh, this is I think the first and most clear indication that the Rams are in cell mode a little bit uh, the, the last kind of maybe pieces that they you know really could move if they really needed to are or pro- are probably Aaron Donald Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford um, those are a little bit different situations but uh, Ramsey uh, has Ramsey's kind of the new Darrell Revis to me like he's the new like mercenary right like shows up at the right time Takes the team to a new level. Obviously, want a Super Bowl in LA. Like maybe that happens in Miami. Maybe it doesn't. But um, I I really like this for the Dolphins. I mean, like I, I I feel like they were on this slope where they could have really you know um, regressed into insignificance. But it feels like there's going to be some staying power here. Like. The Patriots are the Patriots at this point. Like the, the Bills need to look over their shoulder. Like they almost lost to this this Dolphins team with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. You mentioned they picked up Tua's fifth year option. Like even if it's Tua, you know, a quarterback, yeah. like the Dolphins are definitely a factor, and the Jets certainly if they get Aaron Rodgers. like the, the Bills, you know, little reign uh, over the AFC East might be coming to an end sooner rather than later.
2: Well. I just think the bills and I don't want to say their window of like winning championships is closed, but their that window of having like that easier road for a couple of years seems seems dead. Um, this is going to be a much harder division. If you're playing Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, D, that was really the strong point of their team. And suddenly he's there and you're playing him twice a year. And now you're talking about Miami again. We'll see about that quarterback situation, but they just continue to add and add and add and add. And I know we we pooed on Bill Belichick and his plan. Um, but I, I tend to think there's going to be more coaches in place. Like you would think that that would have been an obvious, uh, in new England. So I just think they're going to be a little bit more solid. And so what for a couple of years felt like, okay, bills and everybody else is just getting a little bit more stacked. And that's not to say the bills can't win that division. It's just going to be that, that easy road window is, is over for them. As far as the division goes.
1: I agree with that. Uh, tough times for the, like, I do think this is the off season where the bills are, I don't say exposed, um, you know what I mean? But like, like I could see us like the season not going well. And then the take becoming kind of what you just said, right? Like, man, if we really look at the bills run, the AFC East was trash. Tom Brady left, you know what I mean? Like there will be some, like, they're going to be in some, some serious like defense mode. If that makes sense. Like, I, they really, they, they might be after, under the most pressure of any of the kind of like would be contender teams. I think
2: how after last year went, this is going to be a big time. Allen questioned year. Like, is he really as good as we think? And he could prove everybody wrong, right? He could, he could reannounce himself and, you know, do the off season work and come back and, and go on a mad tear, but it could also go the other way. I think very easily where he kind of falls out of favor. And I think it's a big time year for Josh Allen and his, his legacy and his story.
1: Uh, Last question before we move on. Do you think that the just prediction time, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. Yes or no. Are they all on the Rams roster come week one?
2: I don't see how, because I just think, as you were sort of describing with this trade, actions speak way louder in, in, than words. So I think the Rams are admitting we, we got the Super Bowl. We said F them picks, but we're, we pretty clearly need those picks now. And we're pretty clearly a couple of years away because of the way we did it. And with that in mind, I, I think if, if someone comes along with the right offer for these older players, you're saying to yourself, well, how long are they going to be this Valuable, and I think they make some some big moves, and we could see those stars uh, headed elsewhere. Uh, The NFL is very much like the NBA at this stage, and it's it's not becoming too uncommon to see these great players end up in other jerseys. Which, in a way, is actually good for business. I I think that makes it more exciting, and and it keeps the attention on on a on a sport more than any sport that's going on right now. And that you know, there's not a game for six months here, so that's uh, a good thing for the NFL.
1: I mean, to your point, and I say this with all due respect because the team you covered won the Super Bowl, this is the most exciting the NFL has been since, I don't know, the the wild card divisional round of the playoffs. Like, the championship weekend was kind of, like, boring. You know what I mean? Um, like, the the not, the Brock Party situation really took the fizzle out of the NFC title game. And then I know that there was the, like, Burrowhead stuff, whatever, but, like, that really felt like just, like, Kansas City fans experiencing. Like, I, I don't think any, like, non-Chiefs fan felt slighted or anything like it was just it wasn't as entertaining of a game as I wanted it to be the Super Bowl was entertaining but I know people had issues with the penalty blah 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 but like so this is really fun at the very least to see all this turnover happening um so okay well it's, so- more, fun.
2: it's more fun for the league as as a whole you know I, I definitely think that there are some NFL fans out there that will watch till the end anyway but there's also a lot of NFL fans and this is real if, when their team's out they're, they're kind of tuned out and like mm-hmm. this reengages everybody as a whole and I, I think that is a good thing for the league
1: So uh, quickly, um, just some housekeeping things. Uh, The deadline for players to be franchise tagged, eligible players obviously, was last Tuesday, almost a week ago. The first player this season to get, or offseason, to get the franchise tag was Washington Commanders defensive tackle Deron Payne. Over the weekend, uh, he and the Commanders came to terms on a long-term extension is a four-year, $90 million deal with $60 million guaranteed. The true instance, Pete, in which the franchise tag was actually just a placeholder.
2: Yeah um yeah i mean that that a lot of times is what it is um it's just, just buying time in a way and then other times it's you know when you're having an argument with the player and you want to make sure that he doesn't land elsewhere but yeah this seemed like a logistic thing and good for the commanders and and pain to to get this this thing done it stays in washington
1: so um okay so some quick hitting stuff. Uh, to kind of catch us up on Monday. You said this episode would be aged. You were wrong. You were stupid. Um, so Cam Jordan and the Saints, Saint, the same Saints, obviously, who last week uh, landed Derek Carr in free agency. I think that happened, like, right after um, you guys uh, wrapped up the show. Um, but so um, Cam Jordan and the Saints negotiating a new reworked extension uh, that frees $10 million against this year's salary cap. So the Saints always finding a way to finagle things. Uh, the Falcons and Chris Lindstrom, one of their offensive linemen have a new long-term extension in place. So the dominoes are starting to fall all over the place, especially the NFC South, it would seem.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and you're starting to see rumors now come out about, this is, this is a very exciting day in the NFL. You're starting to see rumors come out about Jimmy Garoppolo and and where he may end up. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think you're going to see a lot shaken up in these, these next couple days. And certainly by the time when we speak again, you know, could be a completely different looking league. So that's why this, this week is so exciting.
1: Okay, so let's kind of get to the quarterback situation and we can kind of sit here and chill as the window opens. Um, so you mentioned uh, the rumors coming out right now are that the Houston Texans and the Las Vegas Raiders are expected to pursue Jimmy Garoppolo once the tampering window opens. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked, Pete, if like later this afternoon Jimmy Garoppolo has agreed to terms with one of these two teams. Uh, the Nick Casario connection, uh, is very prominent, obviously, in Houston. The Josh McDaniels connection is obviously very prominent in Las Vegas. Um, I think if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, you probably want to go to Houston, right? Like your your path, like your path to victory, is probably easier there. Um, they did sign Robert Woods over the weekend, uh, so you have Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks to work with. Obviously, though, you probably have some competition coming in by way of the number two overall pick. Uh, that probably doesn't exist in Vegas. There are, it's like I think there's one quarterback on the Raiders roster right now. Um. So if you want to play, maybe Ray, Vegas is the place. But if you go to Vegas, you got to contend with, you know, the Chiefs and the Chargers and obviously the Broncos are going to be back because that's obvious.
2: Yeah, this is a tough call, I think, for Jimmy G, I I tend to think he's going to want a long term contract to be the starter. And I don't, I just don't know if Houston is going to be in that position to give him that slam dunk shut the door on any competition as you were mentioning and i and i think when you are a player who wants to play and be the guy to me that's more attractive and so i'm going to lean vegas here What's your prediction in, in, instead of houston as far as what
1: okay oh my goodness the chris lindstrom extension in atlanta is a five-year 105 million dollar deal so those numbers coming in the,
2: the falcons are having a spicy morning down there in atlanta
1: Right. I mean, well, they had all the salary cap space to work with, so they've now devoted some to Chris Lindstrom, to John New Smith. Um, So, OK, so your prediction is Jimmy G to Vegas. I'm predicting Jimmy G to Houston. Is that correct? We're on either side of the aisle here.
2: Is this a burrito? We're, we haven't done a burrito. Oh, a we while. haven't
1: done a burrito bet in a while. I don't think we ever paid up on it, Um, actually. I don't even so. know who owes what. I know that you owed, um, but you know.
2: Well, there's a reason. And apparently, you
1: have the pocket space to splurge on a burrito, as evidenced by your little brunch venture yesterday. It Um, was so
2: big, I had to take half of it home. You know, it was, you could just tell that it was like four pounds. So I I got ahead of it and cut it before. And I said, I'm going to take this half of it home. You cut the
1: burrito um, like completely, like straight down the middle, or you do the diagonal cut?
2: There was, uh, it was the diagonal half, of course. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't like the diagonal because I think things are more prone to falling out. You know yeah I mean? this like, was a
2: this was a pretty buttoned up burrito nice little pork you know they got some 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 guac on it too there's some red sauce it was it was very delicious yeah
1: um i tweeted about this just quickly and then we'll the get a burrito to... no, no 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 um oh. I, I on sunday ordered a pellet grill for my household um Whoa. yeah um m- miss me with the easy bake oven stuff whatever yeah. out, outdoor you know oven whatever blah blah i'm all about convenience you know what i'm saying so if anybody has some pellet grill recipes they, they want to throw my way, I'm super fine with that. But you mentioned pork. One of, the, one of the first big ventures I want to try. I'm thinking for like sweet 16 mm-hmm. old pork sandwiches, baby.
2: A little sweet pork for the sweet 16. Oh, they, they, <laughs> the, okay. the the pork. If you have the pellet thing, the pork just falls off the bone. I mean, which is which is what everyone who has a pellet says. I mean, the meat is just falling off the bone. All right. And and you're going to get some people down there in in like that are going to be popping over randomly. Hey, RJ, you know, because the smells down there, you know, once you get that thing going. So mm-hmm. good luck to you.
1: OK, so um, you mentioned our, our show notes a little while ago. One of the bullet points literally and I wrote this. So try to be uh, says obligatory Aaron Rodgers jet stuff. Um, what's going to happen? It's it's Monday morning. It's now 13 minutes till 11 a.m. Central it feels time. So it feels imminent.
2: I, well, I think it's imminent.
1: So I don't know if you've been monitoring this all morning. You've had a very busy day, I'm sure, in the aftermath of the burrito. Um,
2: yeah, you should have seen it.
1: But um, but there are some Packers fans that are quite frankly upset, that are bothered because their salary cap situation is kind of you know uh, being held hostage by Aaron Rodgers and his decision. Like the the word at at our moment in time presently is that the Packers and Jets both neither knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do so you've got them both kind of like the scene in the office like you know kind of like finger guns pointed at one another like what's what's going to yeah. happen like if you're the if you're the Packers what how can you bring in anybody else how can you utilize that salary cap space if you're the Jets are you just going to let Jimmy Garoppolo talk to the Raiders into the Texans he's the best quarterback set to hit unrestricted yeah. free agency so like both of these teams are are really trapped by Aaron Rodgers and his indecision
2: this is real because it, it actually happened in in KC last year because Tyreek and the Chiefs couldn't come to an agreement Tyreek wanted more money and at the same time they couldn't come to a deal with Orlando who they had franchise Orlando Brown who they had franchise tagged uh with hopes of a long term contract because Orlando Brown didn't have an agent so all the money was just tied up. So the free the Chiefs were were probably not as big as players in free agency as they would have wanted wanted to be, and that's part of the reason why they ended up foregoing the franchise wow. tag for Orlando Brown this Too year. Too bad
1: they only won the Super Bowl.
2: I know, you know, look at that, no free agents, and, and they were able to do that, unbelievable. Anyway, long story short, this is real, and I'm sure Green Bay is annoyed. I'm sure New York is annoyed, and I and I think Aaron Rodgers. Either way, whatever he chooses, what's his whole gripe? He always comes and he always hum-ho at the press conference and always has these cheeky, dumb answers. And he has to be and feel like the smartest person in the room. Well, effing newsflash, Aaron, if you don't come to a decision quick, it's going to be hard for this team to give you the pieces that you need because you're tying everything up, man. So make a call and put your team in the best possible situation to do what you always complain about, which is surround you with talent. right? So I don't get it. That's a long story short to say. I don't get it.
1: Well, I don't get it either because like you also, I mean, you're right. Like he obviously has to be like the smartest guy in the room, the the wisest guy, the most clever guy, whatever Um, wisest, most wise. I think it's most wise. I don't think wise either one is
2: either one, either one is good.
1: But he has also said, I don't want to do what Brett did to me. I I don't want to, you know, be that guy. And he said a year ago, I'm not going to take this into March. I'm going to know. I'm going to announce. I'm going to be whatever. Here we are. (laughs) You know, this this is literally who you yourself very recently said you were not going to be. Um, And and all the reports over the weekend were that the Packers and the Jets have, like, the framework of the deal done and completed. It's just literally a matter of what Aaron wants to do. Uh, Justice Mosqueda, obviously, from Espionation's Acme Packing Company, just tweeted this out. And I don't think either of us can, like, answer this, you know, from the same place as Justice, but I'm curious for your answer. Um, And and I think this is specific to Packers fans only. Maybe it's not, though, but he tweeted, if Aaron Rodgers messes up the Packers' cap slash 2023 free agency on the way out. Does it impact his legacy in Green Bay? There's a poll option, but um, I'll amend the question for you. Did, he is one of the greatest players of all time, right? Like, w- like there's no denying that. N- neither of us are going to – like, he has annoyed me greatly as a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm kind right. of happy to see that everybody else is catching up to this. But, like, I do think this is tarnishing his legacy a little bit. Like, I, we remember Brett and the drama and the silliness and everything that kind of followed at the end. Like, I do – like, it. not everybody can go out, you know – Riding off into the sunset, the way Peyton Manning did or John Elway did, like this is a very bumpy, dramatic, you know, needlessly silly exit for Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers.
2: Yeah, and I don't know how it just keeps end up being the same franchise that has these weird, messy exits. I mean, this is so crazy that it was the same franchise having a situation to do with Aaron Rodgers on the other side of it. The last time does this happen where it was, am I going to retire? Am I going to want to go to another team? Get do I get to pick my team? And even odder is that it's going to end up involving the jets again at the end of this situation. So it's, it's wild how history is repeating itself. This is usually your beat of weird things that connect in history, but I am just as fascinated as you might be RJ about with, with this whole situation.
1: I mean, it's very funny. um, Obviously that it's the jets of all teams. Um, I mean, if we think back, it was coming off that '07 year, so a good time in the Sweeney household. Both years, the Gi- the Giants having just won the Super Bowl sure. in 2007, preluding Aaron Rodgers getting traded, and obviously the Chiefs getting number two, Kadarius Tony basically winning the Super Bowl for the New York Giants. Um, so right. you know, lots of um, interesting coincidences and whatnot. But do do you think this happens? Like, I guess we're at the point where we have to make a prediction. Like you said, it yes. feels imminent.
2: Yes, I think he ends up being in New York. I I just think. The solid connection, I I just think he's look. this is real. The Jets have a playoff D, and they have a defense, and, it, and it's a young defense that's good enough to make them legitimate so long as they get a quarterback. Aaron's got to see that. It has appeared over the weeks that Green Bay is ready once again to move on from their last franchise quarterback. It just makes too much sense. The only way that I think – like, I'm at the po- point where I believe – that it's going to be Jets or he's not going to play, and I just tend to think Aaron Rodgers is not going out by losing to the Lions to not make the playoffs. And I, I think speaking of that game, you saw how he was acting. It was very it was weird how he was I, acting afterward. I don't care about that. Like, I, I just it, tend, I tend to think it, that that Green Bay time is is over with, and I just think it, this makes a lot of sense.
1: This whole experience has really led me. And and like this is applicable to a lot of things in life, but to the um uh the Joker quote from The Dark Knight Rises. Or I'm sorry, just the Dark Knight, um, when he says you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Like that that is that is like exactly what we've seen here. Like it is amazing, like amazing poetry that you know he became Brett. And I think like even Brett's exit from Green Bay was not this tumultuous. It, it was... I mean, it, it was, was bad.
2: It, no, it no, was. But,
1: like, he he got the, the flowers and the press conference and the tears and the hugs and the tributes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got all of that. And, yes, it was very stressful once he decided to come back. But when he decided to come back, they said, We're, you know, it can't happen. You know what I mean? Like, there was... I think yeah. Green Bay handled that a lot well, better than they've handled this.
2: It also felt like and i you know maybe i'm just misremembering because i was in you know, a way younger and it's long, it's a long time ago but it also felt like there was more confidence in rodgers than the unknown of jordan love we've had these glimpses of jordan mm. love and it, it it does not feel uh, like he is as sure of a next man up than rodgers was at at that time right. um and so i think that's made it like a little bit different because i i think in the course of the past year and change here Green Bay has held on to that because I, I think there is some uncertainty surrounding love. But at, at this stage, I I just think it's so toxic between quarterback and franchise that both could use a, a fresh start. And I think that's the way it's headed.
1: Um, I will forever remember um, there there's a, like a very popular NFL films clip of a Packers fan talking to Ted Thompson, like outside of Packers training camp that yep. year when things were tense. And I, I'm sure you've seen the clip before, but the Packers fan tells him, he says, how are you going to go? without Roger or without Favre who could take you to the Super Bowl and go with this guy who instead is gonna take you to the toilet bowl. Burn. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yahtzee. Got
2: There's also that famous and you'll enjoy this Bills Cowboys video where the Bills fan is
1: Dallas is going down. And
2: and Dallas didn't go down. It's mm-hmm. been a long time ago to, for that though, RJ. Okay, longer. some
1: quick hitting things um, as we are now fewer than five minutes away. Uh, there were some interesting reports uh, from ESPN's kind of, you know, buzz news dump on Sunday morning uh, with Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler. Um, they mm-hmm. noted that Kirk Cousins is kind of a sneaky name to maybe be on the trade block um, for Minnesota. Um, that would be a mistake, I think, in both of our minds. You and I both seem to respect Kirk more than the average person. If, sure. the, if the Vikings punt on Kirk Cousins, like, what is the plan? Like, like, I, I just, I can't understand how that would be a good idea. Yeah. I, I think he is perennially underrated, but I mean, I just, I can't imagine how this would make sense.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know that that's my thing. I I, I think if you get a quarterback and you, and you feel like he's right on the line of franchise, not franchise, I, I tend to think Kirk is a franchise quarterback, but you have to have a, a contingency plan after that, right? Like you can't just go in completely blind. And I, I, I agree with you. I. I'd be okay with it if they were like, Well, we're getting rid of Kirk, but let we're going to plan B and here's our legitimate quarterback. But unless you have that, it seems a little bit short-sighted.
1: Well, especially if the other potential like news buzz note is true and that they might be moving on from Dalvin Cook. Like this makes sense. Obviously, you're kind of at that stage of Dalvin Cook's career, but so You're going to like, and and you have Alexander Madison and I think everybody's pumped, but like this, this offense can only be Justin Jefferson and co for so long. So like, you're going to bring Justin, you've already moved on from Adam Thielen, which again, I'm not like here to say that was a bad move or anything, but you've moved on from Adam Thielen. You're, you're putting out word that you might move on from Kirk. You might move on from Dalvin cook. Like what are the Vikings going to look like next year?
2: No, it's a good question. And I don't hate that moving on from Thielen. I just Thielen's a different type of player now. I don't think he's done, but he's not going to be your wide receiver, too. I think he's you know, morphing into more of that role player for you. But, yes, the ensuing moves that you just described, it, it does leave you asking questions of, well, if you're going to pivot, this is a pretty big pivot. It's almost like a two-year pivot as opposed to just the one year. So we'll, we'll see how it goes in Minnesota.
1: Um, okay, final predictions. Well, We'll hold on to just a few minutes past 11. Final predictions. Give us something crazy that you think happens, Pete.
2: Something that I think that's crazy that happens. Well, we are, we already talked about it. I, I think Jimmy G.
1: That's cr- a crazy thing. Jimmy G. In a, in a
2: Vegas Raiders uniform seems a little nuts to me. You don't feel that way?
1: No. <laughs> okay. how, how is that crazy? Oh, the Raiders have another average quarterback. Wow!
2: Well, crazy. What's your crazy thing?
1: Um, It's a much more wider net than you're willing to cast. So I'll at least give you credit for being specific. I think we see um like a an immovable piece from a contender move. So like pick the contender like I'll 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 name the teams. I think between the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, the Eagles like a,
2: like, a, like a T Higgins gets Yeah, moved.
1: like I think about um like i remember when the eagles traded away LaShawn mccoy that i remember being like stunned by that like just like how did this happen like you know what i mean and I, and i mean it was a different time and there was a running yeah. back and you know things like that yeah. but like um that that like that felt so absolutely you know shocking and so i i think it's it's something like that like or when the saints traded away jimmy graham you know what i mean like something like that like a what you know like like something that truly totally commends. All of the eyeball emojis. But again, coming from a contender, and I'll limit that to say the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, um, I, the I Eagles, think I and think it, the Niners. To, to try
2: to figure this thing out for you, though, like I think a good way to gauge a team that, that could do that is Philly, Cincinnati, or LA Chargers because of the commitment they're going to have to make now to the QB. Mm-hmm. So you need to you know, make, make some, some cuts at that point. And rather than just losing player X, you know, maybe it is a, 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 T, a T Higgins, maybe, you know, a Keenan Allen. It, it right. Is, it,
1: well, they restructured you know. his deals, maybe not Keenan, but like to your point, we're, like we saw Darius like, well, Slade, like the rumors pop up over the weekend yeah. as the weekend started, like something like that. Like I, I think that we're going to get one of those like wild, crazy. Oh my gosh. Can't believe this actually is happening. No, like Stefan Diggs Mike- type thing
2: maybe it's not Keenan Allen, like they signed Mike Williams last year. You know, at a certain point you, you, you look at your younger players and you have uh, a Josh Palmer now in, in LA and, and you say, okay, we can shave some salary here and we could feel like we could still win. Now Maybe it's that type of thing. I, I think you look, you look to those teams that need to make the room and that's where those gigantic, Oh, you didn't really see it. You know, trades tend to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it is 11 a.m. Officially central standard time. Um, noon
2: Eastern too. Don't noon forget. Eastern.
1: So lunch for the East Coasters. Um so i no, I'm Pete, I just want you to I want you to know nobody has tampered before this moment. It hasn't happened right. at all. Zero tampering right. has taken place. Especially
2: uh, not uh at Prime in Indianapolis, um or St. Elmos. I'm sure no conversations were ha, ha- had about about players that are
1: available. Right, none. Zero. Um I'm trying to bias a little bit of time to see if like a big time thing does happen um i'm not seeing anything i mean what a disappointment seriously i mean is that a cold brew in your hand
2: this is an espresso um i, I have not used the cold it's it's so cold here in kansas city i'm hoping it warms up soon I mean, you, it's been a pretty mild winter but i'm ready for the spring the spring feels to, to
1: hit us um i haven't seen anything i'm so disappointed well i, I mean i'm sure I as soon as we it...
2: I'm sure, I'm sure as soon as we go off the, the podcast. Yeah, as soon as Rachel.
1: we like click end stream, it will something will happen. Something wild, something crazy. Um mm-hmm. what a boring situation. Um well, let's let's get some non-boring stuff in here. Uh can we welcome in Baby Spice, aka Rachelle, Ra- Rachel, uh to let us know uh first of all, Rachel, your thoughts on um on who we pick to be which spice girl and whether you agree or not. Um, your thoughts on everything that's happened in the NFL, and of course the Mf Double Um,
3: I like uh, Baby Spice. I think that was fitting for me. Fun fact: in my friend group, they actually refer to me as Sporty Spice, but I'll take Baby wow. Spice. Wow. Let's
2: let's make RJ then Baby Spice. I mean, he if is no,
3: no, it's okay. He is the well,
2: leader. This whole thing when no, you'll become sporty. <laughs> You want fine.
1: to trade, okay. Rachelle. I, I want you to be who you want to be. That's what I want. This is
3: fitting for this situation. Okay. Okay. I think Baby Spice is fitting. I forgot what you guys said for Pete, though. Who did you say for Pete? Pete I'm Posh Spice. Pete
1: picked, 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 picked Posh for himself. Um, posh so, <laughs> um, I, like, Do you agree? Do you think he is Posh? I'm sporty. Jeremy's ginger. And Kissed is scary. Like, Or, or would yes, you change any of I- that?
3: Uh, no, I think those are very big. Yeah, we feel
2: good about those. I like
3: them. That was fun. That was a fun little exercise. Um, my biggest biggest takeaway from everything that's happened so far was definitely what happened with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I just think that's very exciting for the Dolphins. Big win for them, RJ. You already touched on it. Top two wide receiver, definitely going to be top two in the argument. So, um, I and that's going to be a win. And also, all eyes are going to be on the Panthers, you know, just trying to see which quarterback goes first. That's going to be where I'm also paying attention to. Um, but based off of today and everything you guys said, I love Pete's take about
2: right.
3: just pretty much like <laughs> keeping your eyes out on the quarterback situation in Miami because Tom Brady, you just can't mm-hmm. really trust him. You don't know how things are going to pan out and how everything is too spicy for him not to come back. Because it's so competitive now. Uh, I also like RJ. Your point about the question that you posed about the confidence in Detroit versus Philly finishing in their division. I thought that that was really good. And then you also made a point about that I agreed with. This was predicting to see Jimmy G with the Texans. I like that prediction over seeing them with the Not Raiders. Feeling
2: good about this all of a
3: sudden. <laughs> and then uh, Pete, I did really yep. like your prediction. Uh, I think I don't know what what R.J. was saying in regards to this, but Pete, you were just talking about how you think he's going to land. Aaron Rodgers is going to land in New York. I agree. Yeah. I see that. I'm okay. just apathetic.
1: I just really don't care. Just get. It. I just want it to be over. Like I'm. I'm tired of this being a thing in our lives. That's really how I feel.
3: Yeah. So both of you guys had really, really strong picks today. I'm going to give it to Pete. Woo! You guys both did a great job.
2: Man, they they do call me a free agency Pete.
1: <laughs> so you went. You wanted the first one as we as Spice Girls to go to Posh over Sporty, really?
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: I mean, I I think I have, I think if I, if we had somehow kept track of all the heads up MVP wins that I've had over RJ, I think I'm at like 75, 80%. I, I would not even, I would not even exaggerate. I feel like there.
1: Um, Rachel. My feelings are hurt. Um, <laughs> so are. Um, you
2: have a better name though. Uh,
3: Sporty yeah. spice is definitely better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You do. That's true. Yeah. Like who wants to be posh? I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. And I mean, Sporty's cool. I, and I yes. think, think about like the clothing. Like I get to be in comfortable clothes all the time. Pete, you got to be like all dressed up. Like I really not a fan of that baby sweet or baby spice had the swing in the movie ratio. Yeah. So you get yeah. the swing. That's a cool little twist um, on what you've got going on. So, right. um, wow. Um, Pete, then um nothing happened in the last five minutes that we've been on uh maybe they, so
2: maybe the maybe the NFL gave gave that that inner memo of let's actually pretend for about 15 minutes instead of one minute after the tampering period deals are announced and so maybe there's just like a little bit of a natural delay that they've they've built in here
1: um well, whatever the case may be, let's let's get out of here so that the first official move can happen, because it's obviously, again, it's going to be that it's, it's going to be literally as we end this. Um, so Pete, yeah. send us out yeah. with a power ranking of your okay. top five favorite. Actually, top three, because five kind of hard. Top three favorites Spice Girl songs in ascending order. So three, two, one.
2: Okay. Okay. Um. I'll I'll buy you a little bit of time
1: if you need to pull up a list. Um, Mm. You know, this this whole conversation started with stop. We've got spice up your life. Want to be.
2: It goes stop three, of course spice up your life is two and then because the be. two I is, said. So and Rachel, remember one.
1: that's the he's the one you gave the MVP to. Not me, even though I <laughs> did all the work. Wanna be right? is one.
2: I mean if you're thinking spice girls, you're thinking about wanting to be the lover, you gotta get with yes. the friends. I mean there there's nothing that you think more that for spice girls than that. I
1: don't know man, because like spice up your life has the like la la like that that little like if I had to okay. like I think about it sometimes, no. like if I had to enter like a stadium to a song, yeah, it might be Ooh. that one. You know what I mean? Like like that beginning, like with some smoke and you know, like Ooh. strobe lights going on, like boom. I all, I,
2: all I gotta say to that suggestion is stop right now. Thank you very much. All right. Wow.
1: You do need a human touch. Let's get out of here. Let's leave. Everybody have a great day. Good luck. Enjoy free agents.